One word comes to mind to describe what went down with Ohio State recruiting over the weekend. The word is big because both Chris Henry Jr. and Aaron Scott Jr. committed to Ohio State. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes. For the Locked On Podcast Network, I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Monday, July 31st in the year 2023, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. During today's episode, we will break down the commitments and impacts of Aaron Scott Jr. and Chris Henry Jr. on the Ohio State Buckeyes recruiting, and we also highlight a decommitment as well. But first, Ohio State has been working hard on the recruiting trail to capture all the talent they can stockpile on their 2024 recruiting class, working on 2025 and even 2026 as well. Speaking of 2024, we got Bryce West, a current in-state prospect. He committed to Ohio State earlier this offseason. Lo and behold, the other player, the other corner, in-state guy that the Buckeyes are going after was Aaron Scott Jr. It came down to Michigan, Ohio State. I even believe Oregon was in the mix as well. But it was really a, a race between the Wolverines and the Buckeyes. That was it. Well, on Sunday, he made it clear he's not playing for the team up north. He's going to play for the Ohio State Buckeyes. In regards to Chris Henry Jr., this young man, he just finished his freshman year of high school. He's going to be going into his sophomore season playing football, played 12 games a year ago, had five tutties. And you know what? He said, hey, I can go to all these camps. I can do all this stuff, but I want to go ahead and end the recruitment, well, partially end the recruitment right now, and commit to be an Ohio State Buckeye. If you watch these two guys play the football, Aaron Scott Jr. and Chris Henry Jr., this is big to get both of these guys on your recruiting classes right now. And the Aaron Scott Jr. one is, is big and huge for numerous reasons, but Brian Day, Mark Pantone, the other coaches at Ohio State, they have put an emphasis on recruiting the state of Ohio. They realize the amount of talent that is in this state, and they say, we are the kings of the state as far as it comes to college football. We need to make sure that the guys that are in the state, the top prospects, quarterback, running back, receiver, D-lineman, linebacker, don't matter who it is, the top guys stay in the state of Ohio. You're not going to win all the battles, but win as many as you can. And it looks like Ohio State is doing that. A couple, a couple guys in um, um, uh, Scott Jr. and Henry and uh, Chris Henry Jr., son of uh, former Bengals wide receiver uh, Chris Henry Sr. You want these guys with you. We're going to talk about later on the impact of what kind of player both of these guys are, but the impact for Scott Jr. initially is, whoa, whoa, whoa. When many people thought Michigan had the upper hand, the Buckeyes get the final say, get the commitment. 
when many people thought the Buckeyes had the upper hand, the Buckeyes prove they can close another in-state product. And we look at the recruiting class, and we can break it down and dissect it and say, oh, they got it here, they got it here, they got it there, they got this, they got that. Offense has been set. We have been waiting for, and anxiously, and some of you patiently, I'm getting a little impatient now, been waiting for some more of these elite guys on defense to commit to the Buckeyes. I mean, it's really telling when you look at it and say, well, you got Jeremiah Smith, five-star receiver. You got Mylon Graham, five-star receiver. You got Aaron Nolan, five-star quarterback. You got James Peoples, four-star running back. You got Ian Moore, four-star offensive tackle. You got Jordan Lyle, four-star running back. But now when you start going down the road of the defensive guys in the class of 2024, you got five-star D tackle, Justin Scott, 6'4", 310, Mammoth Bing. You got four-star corners in Bryce West and Aaron Scott Jr. You got a four-star linebacker in Garrett Stover. You got a four-star linebacker in Peyton Pierce, a four-star safety in Jalen McClain. You got another four-star corner in Miles Lockhart. You get the gist? We've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to figure out what would be the secondary? Will we get a third linebacker? Would it be another D lineman? We've been waiting for more of these guys that have stars next to their name to join this recruiting class at Ohio State. Now, the D-linemen, this might be a trend. It might be a cycle. The D-linemen might wait a little bit longer than the guys in the secondary and the linebackers, which is great. No problem. Do what you got to do. You're on your timetable. It's your decision. Do what you got to do to make the right decision for you and your family. Was really hoping to get a Jaden Jackson or some other um, 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 commitments from other guys recently, but you're not going to win all of them. I was hoping for Kingston Villiamuasa. Didn't get it. You're not going to win all of them. But the ones you can win, especially those in-state guys, you have to. And this also allows Ohio State, the impact of uh, Scott Jr.'s commitment to, for the, to the Buckeyes, even though Scott Jr. is probably going to be a project, going to wait on him to play, um, couple years in at the end the system and college to acclimate himself to the college game he's into six foot even 175 pounds according to 247 sports you realize he's going to, have to put on 15 20 pounds probably 15 to 20 pounds easy is he guess is he guess about how much weight he needs to add on his frame before you're really looking to see what kind of player he's going to be when he's consistently on the field so you got to put on weight but also, you got Bryce West, Aaron Scott Jr., you got Jayla McClain, you got Miles Lockhart. You're pretty much solid at secondary in this recruiting class. Now, just keep in mind, I personally would love to add another safety. I personally, on defense, I want to add two, maybe three defensive ends, at least one more D tackle to make it solid, make, it, make me comfortable with what's on the defensive side of the recruiting for the Ohio State Buckeyes. But everything else, you've been waiting patiently, patiently, patiently to try to add more beef, add more players. You're getting it now with Aaron Scott Jr.'s commitment to Ohio State. And I want to say this quickly before we wrap up shop, the turn, wrap up shop and then turn it over to Chris Henry Jr. in the very next segment. Be patient with the guys that are part of this recruiting class now. Be patient when it comes to their um, process to be a player for the Ohio State Buckeyes, of their process 
to have the frame that is right to be a player, consistent player, role player, or even starter for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And this isn't completely only about Aaron Scott Jr. This is about everybody. Because as much as I want to say Justin Scott, 6'4", 3'10", can he consistently play at 3'10 in college? Does he need to shade a little bit, be down to more 300 pounds with a 6'4", height and frame and the length of his arms? Does he need a shave? Because realize, not everybody can play at 3'10", 3'15 in college and be a successful D-tackle. It may work in high school, may work in Chi-Town, it might not work in Columbus, Ohio for the Ohio State Buckeyes. What about guys like a Mylon Graham, 6'1", 170, according to 247 Sports? So are you going to look at a guy like him and say, oh, he can come in and play B-170 and, and just be there? No. I look at I'm looking at him to come in and say, oh, he can immediately start? Probably not. So as much talent as we want stockpiled in this recruiting class, realize some guys won't see the field consistently as a starter or be a starter to their fourth year in the program. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Aaron Scott Jr., I don't think it'll take that long. What I do think will be great and what will happen is he could be a guy that recruits for Ohio State like the Armstrong Twins, Peyton Pierce, Garrett Stover, and others on the Ohio State recruiting class in 2024 and more as well. These guys are big at recruiting for the Ohio State Buckeyes right now, even though they're about to play their senior year of high school. I love the commitment to recruiting. I love the commitment to the Buckeyes, and I love having Aaron Scott Jr. a part of Ohio State's 2024 recruiting class. Chris Henry Jr., you may not have heard about him. There's a good chance you hear a lot more about him over the next few years. What kind of player is this young man? We'll discuss it next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same way when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right. The first time around, just add your ride to the garage, to my garage, excuse me, and look for the green check to know the parts will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thanks for making Locked on Buckeyes. Your first listen every single day. Now is the perfect time to subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes so you don't miss a beat. Subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify or the Odyssey app. Or if you're a Stitcher user and that app is going away, subscribe somewhere else so you can stay up to date with Locked on Buckeyes. If you're watching us on the YouTube, subscribe there as well. Smash the like button on this video and hit that bell. So you are notified every time a new video goes live. Locked on Buckeyes is a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. The Aaron Scott Jr. commitment got a lot of guys hype on the Bird app or X or whatever we are calling Twitter nowadays. 
social media, especially the Twitter, was buzzing because this commitment meant a lot to Ohio State recruiting in the class of 2024. Also, side note, does this influence K.J. Bolden, who is going to be committing to a school, announcing his commitment on August 5th? I don't know. I mean, some saying Hugh Freeze and Auburn have the upper hand over Georgia, who some say Georgia and Kirby Smart had the upper hand. I would love for him to be at Ohio State, but Ohio State hasn't got a lot of those top safeties of late. We got to wait and see. But I would love to say, hey, Aaron Scott on the outside, KJ Bolton in the back. Hey, I would love that combination. I'm here for it. Those are the things that I would love to see in the future at Ohio State. But I don't know if this commitment from Aaron Scott impacts KJ Bolden's commitment, which is coming later this week. But Aaron Scott's commitment is huge. Ohio State needs it. But also, what about a guy by the name of Chris Henry Jr.? You might sit up here and say, well, Jay, he's a class of 2026 guy. Who is the other guy to commit to Ohio State in that class? He's the only one. How many stars are near his name? You went through some guys that had five stars and four stars earlier in the class of 2024, how many stars are near his name? Because I realize, even though I realize that stars don't mean anything once you're on the field, there are a lot of people that value the star rating system in high school recruiting. Well, he's a 2026 guy. He's a sophomore going into a sophomore season playing high school football. There are no stars next to his name right now. That system has not started. What do we know about this young man? And why is it so important that Ohio State got his commitment well, he stands at six foot five, 185 pounds. I mean, give me a six five receiver at a high, in high school. Great. Six five, 185. Great. Does he know how to control his body? Does he know how to get off the line of scrimmage? Is he good with his hands? Can he separate at the at, in mid route? Can he high point the ball? Can he do some of the details that elite receivers do in high school? A lot of them he does. I'm not going to sit here and say he checks every box. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not seeing a full game. I don't know how the young man blocks consistently on the football field. I don't know how he is in the huddle. Well, don't really huddle more on the sidelines in, in game, but I don't know all the ins and outs. One thing I do know is this. When you start off your recruiting class in 2026 at Ohio State, and you have a guy in Chris Henry Jr. Um, who is – a guy that you can build around. What is one thing you want in every recruiting class? A quarterback. Now you may get a year like Ohio State had a few years ago. You have two in CJ Stroud and Jack Mill the third. You get two guys. What happens? One guy emerges emerges in Stroud. The other guy who did not emerge was a backup transfers in Mill the third. There's no problem with that. But you always want to have a quarterback in every recruiting class. What does a quarterback want in in college when he's thinking about committing? What does he want with him? He wants a guy that can catch the rock consistently. Maybe in the intermediate. Maybe he's a slot. Maybe he's an outside guy. Maybe he's only good um, in the middle of the field. Maybe he can't play be an outside receiver. Or maybe he's not good in the goal line. Cool, but you want a guy that could catch the rock. And what do we find with Chris Henry Jr.? This young man has <laughs> he ain't got stone hands. <laughs> more, more so hands that got stick them on him. Now, not realistic, literally. 
it'd be nice if they did allow players to use Sikkim nowadays, but that's not allowed anywhere. But this young man's a guy you want to build around. And he even said, man, he he wanted to, he wanted to end his recruitment and he wanted to end it quickly. And he wanted to say, look, I understand. I understand recruiting. I understand what it means to end this now. I also realize, me personally, and I know many of you do as well, he's not going to be a guy that's going to probably not take any more visits. He's going to be a person that might take a visit to other schools out there, Penn State. Who else is out there that might take a visit? Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma, U.S. Why? That's what you do. Like, I'm not mad at a guy who takes visits. It's what you do. If I'm a sophomore in high school and I got a chance to go on an official visit to Alabama, am I going to turn it down? Probably not. I understand I got a verbal commitment to Ohio State. Something illegal about taking a visit down to Tuscaloosa. If I am a sophomore, excuse me, not, not sophomore in high school taking an official visit, that, that can happen. That cannot happen, but... When I'm able, as a high school recruit, to take official visits, yeah, I'm going to take one to Ohio State. I want the school to pay for, pay for me to come there. I get all that. But I might go to T- Tuscaloosa and be, be around Nick Saban and see what Alabama has and try and see them wine and dine me. I might go down to Austin, Texas. I might go to Clemson, South Carolina. I might go down to Texas at some, not just Austin, Texas, any school in Texas. It don't matter if it's um, TCU, Texas Tech, A&M, College Station, buddy, I don't care. It's Texas. I want to go. Me personally, it's a, it's a personal trip. I've been there once. I want to go again. So I wouldn't be shocked if he takes more, takes more trips. But he's a guy. People that follow recruiting, they see he has five, he's a five-star caliber prospect. In May, excuse me, earlier this year at the freshman season, he was announced as named uh, a Max Preps freshman All-American at 29 catches in 12 games, 292 receiving yards, and five touchdowns. He is the kind of guy that when I watch the film, a few things pop off the film, the film to me. He has good speed, not elite speed, not great speed, not breakaway speed. He, he can get breakaway a little bit, but he's not like a, a track guy where he's running uh, 100-meter dash and he's winning all the races. I don't see that from him. But he, he does have good speed on him. He's quick off the line. One thing I love is his ability to create separation mid-route. It doesn't matter if it's a slant. Um, I even saw him take a, a smoke screen, a bubble screen to the house. I mean, literally caught the ball, went inside, gone. I'm like, ooh, ooh. 6'5", 185, moving like that in the middle of the line. Buddy, Brian Hartline, Ryan Day, I hope they stay for 10 years because so this man has no thought of going anywhere else because <laughs> the Buckeyes need this kind of guy in the shoe wearing, wearing the scarlet and gray. Not only is it because his dad played for the Bengals, but because this is the kind of receiver you want at Ohio State. Also, might I add, how many 6'5 receivers do you see at Ohio State? Not many. And the fact that he committed to Ohio State now and he knows now this is where he wants to go. Now, granted, his uncle tried to slow him down. He said, no, this is where I want to go. Talking to Ryan Day, talking to Brian Hartline. Remember, he's young. You can make an impression on him. I hope the impression they made on him sticks. And I understand there's going to be people coming. If he keeps progressing, people coming his way. Hey, I got I got, I got some money for you. Hey, hey, come here. We'll, 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 we'll dump the bag in your uh, 
of the bag on the couch. Whatever falls, you get. Thousand? No, that's not enough. Hundred thousand? Give me two fifty. Okay, hey, it's yours. All that stuff might happen, but what also might happen? He may stick to his commitment. He may not decommit. He may stay with Ohio State and play his buck his career as a Buckeye in the future. Can't wait to see it, man. Cannot wait to see it. As big of a weekend it was for the Ohio State Buckeyes on the good side of things, there was also one negative that came for the weekend. It was a decommitment from a defensive player in the class of 2025. Who was it? We'll discuss it next on Locked on Buckeyes. We have been waiting for someone to decommit. Maybe I'm the only one. But I really always expect somebody in every recruiting class to decommit. May it be a running back. May it be a linebacker. May it be an O-lineman or D-lineman. It does not matter. I am always anticipating somebody decommit, decommitting and eventually saying, I verbally committed to Ohio State, haven't signed with them, still recruiting, taking visits, and what do you find? That player ends up saying, okay, cool, I'm going somewhere else. And that player recently was Jonte Gilbert. Jonte Gilbert um, is a safety from Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, to be exact. And he ended up saying, well, I am not going to stay and stick to my commitment to Ohio State. I am going to decommit and look to play football elsewhere. Is it the end of the world? No, it's not. He's a 2025 player. Um, I said safety earlier. He's a corner and these things happen he is someone though that is rising up in the recruiting ranks as i as i recently saw in 247 sports i know he's a he's a four star via their rating but via via their composite rating which compiles ratings from 247 sports at orange three at espn and rivals compiles them has their own formula and they get a composite rating of all of the recruiting databases He's a five-star, the second-best safety in the class, uh, sixth-best player in the state of Georgia. 247 Sports Composite Rankings has him as the 25th-best player in the 2025 recruiting class. Now it's early, yes. But what also can happen, he can get better. This stuff happens, though. You have to expect players to decommit. You have to expect guys that, even though he committed during a sophomore season, what do you need to expect? You need to expect him to take visits. We just talked about it with Chris Henry Jr. We just discussed why his commitment is great, but things also could happen to where he could end up decommitting. When it comes to this stuff and players that commit and decommit and are trying to figure out what the right move is for them, just expect it. It's unfortunate. I don't like coming on here and discussing the negative sides of recruiting or the negative things. Also, can you put a side note? Your boy was not expected to come on here and have a recruiting update here on a Monday. No, my original plan was to do a, a preview to fall camp as fall camp starts later this week and to discuss um, maybe some predictions, but um, more roster stuff and O-line stuff and maybe Josh Fryer plays left tackle, not right tackle, even though I think he's better suited at right tackle than left tackle. But 
getting more of the nerd stuff, the nitty-gritty stuff that you want right here on Locked on Buckeyes five days a week. Oh, that's correct. Five days a week. This week, we go back to five days a week. No more four days a week. Your boy is back with you Monday through Friday. And I can't wait to break down Buckeye football and fall camp and get the season started. But I realize when it comes to this stuff, it's going to happen, man. It, it's it's one of those things where this guy's taking visits. It's expected. And I believe he's taking visits to a lot of bigger schools. Uh, Ohio State got visits from him, but he also took uh, multiple visits to other schools, including South Carolina, Georgia, Auburn, Tennessee, North Carolina State, Georgia Tech, Texas A&M, and others. Why? It's what you do. If Jimbo Fisher, and we all have seen the recruiting, and the recruiting wasn't all that, and all of a sudden Jimbo's getting all these five stars and guys in the portal. Okay, was it monetary things that were thrown their way for them to come there? I don't want to say yes. I don't want to say no, but it would not shock me if Jimbo was finding ways, and the boosters were finding ways to funnel money to these recruits to allow them to come to College Station to play the football. When it comes to Georgia or Auburn or even South Carolina, would it shock me if they're out here just funneling money? Wouldn't shock me at all. So I understand it. Somebody on Twitter, I, mean, I, I interact with every now and then, and this person has been on my DMs just saying, hey, you got to expect it. Not shocking at all. Just be prepared for more players to decommit from the 2025 recruiting class once that thing starts to add numbers in 2026, once that thing starts to add numbers, but also 2024. I would not be shocked if November you get one or two decommitments from guys who you thought were surefire commitments and players that would sign on the dotted line or the national letter of intent to play at Ohio State. Why wouldn't it shock me? This is the nature of the beast. This is the game we're playing. Recruiting can be a cruel game. It can also be a game where players can quickly make some cash. Some schools, Tennessee, y'all buying players. Some schools trying to play cool and do play by the rules. Sometimes the guys that are playing by the rules get left by the wayside because the guys who are paying people to commit to the school are the ones getting the upper hand in some recruiting battles. Out of here on a Monday, got some more good stuff coming your way. Trying to get my guy Ryan Roberts from Rise and Draft Scouting back on the show to break down some draft-eligible players. Tyrone Malone might find his way in that show, as well as Michael Hall Jr., Tyleek Williams, and Ty Hamilton. Also, going to do a little prediction later on this week. Not sure if it'll be Wednesday, probably Wednesday, not Thursday, but I want to start predicting stats. Ohio State starting quarterback, whoever it is, will they have over or under 4,000 passing yards, over or under 40 passing touchdowns? Things like that will find its way probably in Wednesday's show. You don't want to miss it. You can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. Send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Thanks for making a lot of Buckeyes. Your first listen every single day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. It provides you with everything you need to know that is going on in and around the world of sports in 20 minutes every single day. Locked On Buckeyes and the Locked On Sports Today podcast, they're both a part 
of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This has been Locked On Buckeyes here on a Monday. I'll see you next time.